SOJ conversation. Um, one of my favorite things to do in the whole wide world is, is eat food. And I know one of your favorite things to do in the world is to construct food. Um, what got you in, what got you into cooking? Um, honestly, it probably came a lot from my great grandmother. Like when I was little, I had a single mom. I spent a lot of time with my great grandmother because she was the only one who was home all the time. Um, mom was working, dad was working. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she, every Wednesday night, like we had a full course meal. My mom didn't cook at all. Um, we didn't really eat a lot of like home cooked meals growing up, mm -hmm. but every Wednesday night, my great grandmother would do a full shebang, like an entree, two side dishes, dessert. We'd sit around the house and watch TV afterwards and read the newspaper beforehand. Um, and hanging out with her on Wednesdays before that is really what got me the whole way into it. Okay. So just watching her kind of make the magic, make the, make the community happen. It, did you, when you were that young, did you notice like what food does to people? Like when you're a kid, you don't really notice things like you're just eating like everyone, but food is really, it like creates community, you yeah. know, and it creates that time. Like even when I was a kid, I remember that was the one time the parents kind of asked the kids about their day, like what was going on at school, whatever. And, and the only thing that brought that about really organically was food. Yeah. You know, or sitting down at the kitchen table trying to maintain some of these old fashioned values or whatever. So that's that's another reason why I like food. Um, I know you're gonna take this into your professional life, um, and you're pursuing um a further education in cooking. Um was is there a particular direction? I know we've talked about it a little bit before. You wanna like have a bakery, right? So I'm majoring in baking and pastry arts because I just don't really have the desire to deal with the savory side of it. Okay. Um, I have a very exact brain. You know, everything has to come down to a measurement, a number. Everything needs to be exact. Yeah. Um, culinary doesn't have anything to do with that, but baking and pastry has everything to do with Science, that. preciseness. It's, yes, everything, you know, a, a pinch off and it's going to ruin the whole thing. Yeah. So that's what really got me into that direction yeah. of the cooking because I like being really exact. I like being really precise. Um, I'm not really sure where I was going to go with that. Well, I know that <laughs> I know you said you don't want to deal with the savory side, but that's just your career because when me and you talk and you're like, "Oh, I'm going to go home and I'm going to make, um, you know, uh, chicken marsala with." Uh, fried garlic sauce or you know a, a tangerine glaze like you have you have that savory side cook in you you know it's not like yeah. you don't but I, I think for this conversation or at least for that question you're answering specifically for your career wise you just want to kind of stay focused as far as what you want to do for for a, not for everyday eating but for what you want to do for business yeah so I've, I've thought about going into like the savory side like getting my education in the savory side as well mm -hmm. um but what really turns me off for it is like protein fabrication i just don't have any desire at all to break down entire pigs um which is really the only reason i'm not pursuing that education so, you wise. so you're talking about like the general education makes you go through that process and that's why you're kind of staying away from it from that for that one particular class or that one particular week. Oh, it's not just one week. Like it okay, happens throughout. Like pretty okay. much every class, my fiance, because he's majoring in the culinary side yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
um, he's breaking down whole chickens or lambs or when I was frogs working or... when I was working at the restaurant, yeah. my chef made me like I had to actually kill a lobster. Yeah. Like stab a knife through its head, rip off its limbs, kill a lobster. And I just can't really go back after that. <laughs> can't you just boil them? I mean, you could, but for the purposes that we were using them for, like, mm-hmm. the method that you kill the lobster has to do with what you're using it for. Oh, uh, okay. So, like, I don't really know how it all works, but I okay. know you want to, like, break certain parts off if you're doing this or that or the other. So, when you go home after a long day of working, do you still find yourself, like doing the salt bay on your own dinner and you know adding that little special twist and that oh, yeah. culinary yeah it's it's like oh, a, yeah. you can't just cook bland stuff I can't stuff. turn it off yeah like I try but well, I like when was the last time you cooked some oodles and noodles like straight out the package like straight out the package no extra seasoning I had not been feeling well like six weeks ago okay and I made I made my fiance go to the store and get me and like get one of those top ramen like the, the Lipton, yeah, yeah, yeah. like extra noodle chicken mm-hmm. stuff that my dad's always eating. Those things yeah. are classics. They're yeah. classics. They're oh, it's it's home food. Yeah, it's comfort food. Comfort. It's, yeah. it's what I want to go back to after a while. You know, I mean, I want to branch out and I want to have chicken marsala and yeah. pumpkin ravioli with a browned butter sage sauce. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that fanciness <laughs> that I'm talking about right there. That's what I'm gonna have for dinner tonight. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I often find myself going back to, like, I have a lot of my great-grandmother's recipes on a Word document on my laptop. Mm-hmm. And I've been going through and I've been cooking those every once in a while. And my fiancé comes up behind me and he's like, no, you need to put basil in that. Mm. And I'm like, get the hell out of my face yeah. with your herbs. Yeah. Because that's not mammal. <laughs> like, I want, I want yeah. Yeah, mammal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Do, so, do you guys often uh, bump heads in the kitchen? Do you guys, like, conflict, or do you have a... Is there a cooking chemistry that you guys kind of maintain? There's kind of, like, an understanding there. Like, mm-hmm. he... There's a an unspoken but occasionally spoken rule that mm-hmm. he's not allowed to bake. Okay. Like, he just... That's your department. can't touch that, because if he does it, he does it wrong. Mm. And it drives me nuts, because he'll be like... Can I get this recipe from you? Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, sure, here. And then he doesn't follow it. Like yeah, he, yeah. He goes completely culinary brained and he's like pinching baking soda into things. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't do that. It won't leaven properly. That that makes sense because um, I remember when I was supposed to clean a machine here at work because we worked together and you were like, I cleaned it a day late. And you're like, that messes up the whole schedule. You're supposed to do it on the scheduled day. You're you're making you're making things difficult. And I'm like, chill out. It got cleaned. It got done. Everything's okay. We just did it a day late. And you're like, no, I need it to be happen on the schedule. You're disrupting the schedule. And I know you were joking. You weren't like having. You weren't like legitimately freaking out. But you were you were also. Oh no, it does. It legitimately bothers me. Yeah, like you were also legitimately like, bothered by that. Like Tajay, you threw me on the schedule. Yeah. For a Sunday. Yeah. And I'm like, Hold I up. don't work Sundays. Yeah, I yeah. work, you know, a consecutive, I work certain days of the week, the same time every week. Yeah. I'm setting my schedule. My grandfather's OCD. Mm-hmm. So I think some of that comes from that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have a set routine. Things need to go in a certain way. Um, things need to be measured out precisely. Things need to happen like this. Um, and I guess it's just, 
I mean, I don't know, but it works really well for the line of work that I'm going into because everything has to be exact. Everything has to be perfect. Everything has to be uniform, um, in the industry that I'm heading into. So already having that kind of preset in my brain works really well for me. Now, this might be a little out from left field, but do you think this need for control in this kitchen and in this environment that you thrive in and that that you obviously do really well in and and feel very comfortable in, do you think that need for control and order comes from the lack of that in your own personal life? And feel free to not answer it if you don't want to. No, 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 that's fine. Um, I would say (coughs) probably. I like to be in control of all things at any given time. Yeah. And when things leave my control, yeah. it drives me a little nuts. Yeah. Because the main reason I wanted you on my podcast was because whenever we talk, like, I, I forget that I'm talking to just like a 20-year-old or 21-year-old and that, like, you have these stories that are so rich with life and experience and, like... At first, I wasn't sure if, if you were just kind of like, oh, this has worked for me in the past, and this is how I kind of get attention. But no, I've heard you repeat these same stories with the same passion and the same fervor when you were telling me that, and when you're telling someone else. You know what I mean? So I, I was like, wow, like she's she's got a life full of experiences at such a young age. And I can relate to that because everyone always told me that, you know, like, oh, you're so you're so wise for your age. You're so... You're so uh, uh, what was it? You're, you're an old soul, you yeah, know, things yeah. like that. And I, I see that in you and I can, I can, I, I, well, not even see it. Cause when I look at you, I'm like, Oh, look at this little kid, you know, look at this little, look at this little <laughs> culinary student coming in here talking about all this, you know, leather gla- or maple <laughs> glaze, this and lemon tart that, you know? Um, but you know, when, when you start to talk about your family, you start to talk about your mom and you know, her, her desire to thrive and to um, build a business and her her passion for the customer service in it, like I can relate to that. You know, my mom sold books when I was younger and she was the one that really told me that, I mean, the customers are the ones that write your paycheck. They're the ones mm-hmm. that pay the bills. Yeah. They're the ones that, they're the reason you're doing this. So mm-hmm. whether they're wrong or not, and this is a slippery slope, but you know, you always want to treat people fairly and you want to treat people well and good customer service goes a long way mm-hmm. um and I've, I've heard you um mention that in in your stories about you know your mom and uh I've heard you talk about crazy sibling stories which you know we've we've not all of us not all of us have the privilege of having such entertaining and colorful lives but um you know I remember getting beat up by my brothers or having you know wild animals run through and bite someone or people getting crazy you know like you have a lot of those good stories and um I don't know I just I I wanted to get you on here to share some of those with us is there anything in particular like do you have a favorite sibling that you like to talk mess about that has a worse life than all the others is there like a specific Jerry Springer there's like a straight up black sheep (laughs) (laughs) like it's not you no it's not me it's not you (laughs) surprise surprise No, so there's there's six of us. Okay. So it's, Big family always breeds a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, uh, and we're all very spaced out, so we're, we have a huge personality difference. I mean, mm-hmm. my two oldest sisters are 32 and 30. Okay. And um, then I've got two more sisters that are 24 and 22. 
Okay. I'm 20, and then my littlest sister just turned 11. Wow. So we're all very, very spaced out. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the one that's directly above me, though, Emily. She's a, she's a piece of work. Yeah. Like, the rest of us are pretty normal, you know, we're all, not all of us, but most of us are college graduates. Yeah. Um, you know, one of them's got five kids of her own, the other one's out living in France, you know, mm-hmm. and then we've got Emily. <laughs> who is like, my mom always made this joke going up, growing up that like, you know, we're putting away savings for Emily for rehab. For, for me, for college, yeah. and for my little sister, for lawyer fees. <laughs> and, I mean, so far she's been two for three. <laughs> two for three. <laughs> like, we're just, we're just waiting for Elizabeth to grow up and get arrested. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. But, no, Emily's just... I mean... Is there a reason for it? Do you think she had a harder time than you guys? Do you think she had a, a rougher batch? Not getting too personal. I no, don't want to no, get no. into anything no, too her crazy. Her mom is fucking nuts. Okay. Like, her mother is just straight up batshit crazy. So you guys share a father? Well, her father is my stepdad. Okay, okay, so okay, I don't, okay. I don't have so any... So it's through marriage? Yeah. Okay, yeah. sister through marriage. I don't have any full siblings, and I only have one half sibling. Mm-hmm. Like, the rest of my siblings are all just there. But when your mom loves another child, it becomes your sister. Oh, or when yeah. your mom cares for something. Oh, yeah. Enough to say we're saving money for... Oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're all my sisters. I mean, and yeah. there's my mom doesn't treat any of them any differently, despite the fact that one of them is only eight years younger than her. It doesn't make a difference to my mother at all. Yeah. Um, Emily didn't live with us growing up. She okay. lived on the other side of the country with her mother in Washington. Mm. Um, and there was a Constant. Washington State. Yeah, Washington State. So that's State. like the whole of the side the of the country. The whole other yeah, yeah, side, yeah. like different time zone, yeah. not even existing to me most of the yeah. time. Washington's a weird place, too. Yeah. It's a real weird place. Really pretty in some places, but really dark and gloomy in others. Um, they got a nice beach, but uh, you don't really hear too much. Too many good things coming out of Washington, you know? Yeah. They got some yeah. good apples, I guess. I don't even know about that. Washington apples, you know about Washington apples? No, I've never apples? heard of that. Oh, they're good. <laughs> They're good. Um, I I understand where you're coming from because my th- three brothers, my two older brothers, I share a father with, and then my younger brother has a different father, but we all share a mother. Mm-hmm. And my little brother's probably more different than all of us. Mm-hmm. But growing up, we were brothers. You know what I mean? It yeah. wasn't like this is my half brother. Yeah. No, 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 no. And because my little brother came along and my mom married um, his father, uh, he had two daughters, which became my sisters. Mm-hmm. And it's it's another thing that we have in common because um, I've got Debbie and Dana. And Debbie is like, you know, married a Marine, is a school teacher, has a nice life, has a 401k, owns her own car, you know, well-read, well-spoken, you know, shows up on time, you know, is always appropriate, never... She might swear, you know what I mean, yeah, every yeah. now and then, but she's not she's by any means a loose cannon. Yeah. And then we've got Debbie. <laughs> and Debbie had kids at 16, at 18, at 21. I think she's got four kids. She's actually a grandma already. And oh. she's only f- six years older than I am, and I'm oh. 35, so she's 40 and she's a grandma already. Oh, damn. Yeah, so, and I love Debbie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I, no. I love Debbie to death. 
um, and I wish her well. And honestly, sometimes in the middle of my prayers, I'm, I'm like searching on who I've forgotten about and who I, ha who I haven't mentioned in a while, who, who needs some prayers. And she often pops into my head. And uh, I always want to send her the best because honestly, when we were growing up, she was the cool one. Yeah. You know, she was the one that was that was smoking cigarettes and letting us take a drag or sneaking beers out of the refrigerator and letting us have a sip, you know what I mean? Like I she was her her friend was the one that gave me French kissing lessons when I was like 8 years old, you know what I mean? So like like she was the cool sister, you yeah, know, like yeah. like uh, like I touched one of her friend's boobs because she told her to. You know what I mean? She told her to let me. You know what I mean? Like he's gonna need it. He's look how cute he's gonna be a lover, not a fighter like his brothers. You know what I mean? Like, and they used. To, it was just. It was cool. But as she grew up, I guess she also stayed with her mom and not our our dad, which was my stepdad. Yeah. And um, I guess it was just more freedom, and you just have the 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 power to choose your friends and hang out with people that do drugs, and one thing leads to another. Next thing, you know. You start out hanging with people that smoke weed, and then, you know, next week you're you're drinking, and next week you're drinking and smoking, and then next thing you know you're trying cocaine, and next thing you know you're, you know, doing crystal meth, That's and it. it's... You know, Emily started off on, like, a really good... I take that back. She was never on a really good page. Um, she started out that we thought everything was going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was... I mean, she always beat up on me as a kid. She was the sister that, like, I was 12... She's like, let's smoke weed out the bedroom window out of a soda can. <laughs> okay. And I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, she grew up and she started nursing school. And she was in, like, her second year of nursing school when she called my dad and she was like, Dad, I got to go to rehab. And we were like, where did this even come from? Yeah. Um, so two trips to rehab for heroin and three months out of her second round, she got pregnant. Uh, baby daddy is in jail mm. Was in jail Not really sure how she got pregnant But he's always been in jail Yeah um, And now she's alone with this Baby on the other side of the country And calls us Whenever she needs more cash Yeah That's kind of what happened with Debbie And that's yeah. why I don't talk to her anymore Like I wish her well And I, I, I want nothing but the best for her But you kind of have to um, Back up a little bit um, you kind of have to... You just got to draw the line when... You, you got to separate yourself from those to, yeah. types of people that are just going to do negative things. I mean, if you don't have the the willingness or the, the... If you're not ready to get help, no one can help you. Yeah. Like, if you're, not, if you're not ready to make that choice to change your lifestyle or to get better or to get healthy or to get clean, whatever it is, um, same thing with OCD. You know what yeah. I mean? You, you can change those things. It's not necessarily as bad as being an alcoholic or being a, a drug addict, but it's it's the same thing. It's it's a, mm -hmm. it's a short circuit in the brain. It's something's not firing correctly. Something needs to be addressed. Um, obviously, there's different ends of the spectrum, but um, it's funny how it, it doesn't change the way you feel about them. Like, you still love them, like your yeah. sibling, but you can kind of disconnect. You can kind of... You have to force distance. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I used to be, you know, she would call dad. And dad got to a point he had been disconnected. He was yeah. done. Um, so she would call my mom. And my mom was like, no, we're, we are done. And she would call me and I'd go running. Yeah. Um, up until I was, I was probably 18, 19 years old when I stopped 
just running. She was taking advantage of your youthful. Yeah. Well, and she was my big sister. Yeah. You know, she was she was the one who smoked weed with me out the bedroom window. Yeah. You know, she was she was my big sister, and when she was in trouble, I wanted to do something to help her because I knew I could. Yeah. You know, there was a realm there that I was able to do something about it. Yeah. Until I just couldn't anymore. It's weird how um, I think people like that in your life, um, people that you love, but you kind of watch kind of go down the wrong path or Mm -hmm. start to slide into the wrong um, uh, environment of of company that they're keeping and start to make poor decisions, you can learn from that. And you can make a, a conscious decision to be like, oh, they're getting a lot of negative attention for that. Or, oh, they're getting in trouble all the time. I don't want to do that. You know, yeah. they're getting suspended all the time. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. They're getting, you know, people are talking about them at school. Like, I remember people calling my sister a slut and stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it used to hurt my feelings. And I used to get pissed and want to defend her. But come to find out, my sister was a little bit of a slut. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she slept with a lot of guys. Like, it's just <laughs> what it was. I mean, when you have sex, it fucking turns out that it feels good. And it's fucking yeah. fun. And when you're a kid, you don't understand that you know, there's consequences for your actions. Um, and it's as, as shitty as it is to have these people and and to use these people as, as an example, it's a good thing to have these examples because it it kept us kind of, I'm not going to say the straight and narrow because let's be honest, we've both had plenty of fun in our, in our youthful days, you know, um, you probably still have some more to, to have. Um, I'm grown up and old, and I don't do anything bad anymore. I'm, like, totally straight edge, clean cut, you know, never mind. Um, <laughs> I'm lying my ass off. But, no, uh, I I think that having those people in your life is is instrumental, and it's, it's, it's a key part of life that I think isn't really discussed much because you kind of have that bad example to not shadow or to not yeah. go towards. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rather than just having the good example that you're just expected to follow without any sort of curiosity there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, So being, having this big crazy family and then trying to kind of exercise some order um, inside your life, I feel like you've done a really good job of kind of managing that little bit of chaos and finding your peace because even though you are really young, like, you do speak with a lot of wisdom, and you do seem like you have a lot of experience. Like, I know um, you've probably got just as much experience at this job that I do, but you came in before I did, so therefore I saw you as the new kid. But yeah. you show me things on the computer all the time. I ask you questions oh, yeah. probably just as much, if not more, than you ask me questions on how to do this, or can we do this, or can we yeah. do that. So um, I respect you as a peer, even though you're... 13 years 14 years younger than I am yeah you know so and I think I think your sister probably has a little bit to do with that you know what I mean she yeah. probably helped you grow up a little bit and helped you kind of you kind of lived vicariously through her a little bit yeah there was a lot of there were a lot of things that happened when I was very little mm-hmm. that caused me to grow up very fast yeah um, that led me to kind of be where I am now that old soul that kind of you know I was never really around people my own age as a kid yeah like my closest in age sister Mm -hmm. lived on the other side of the country from me um and then the one just older than her Michaela passed away when I was seven years old so you know it was just wasn't really 
It wasn't around kids. Yeah. My mom was just graduating college yeah. on her own. Yeah. She didn't know anybody who had kids. Yeah. So I, I hung up with adults my entire life to the point that I was one of them when I was 13, 14 years old. You know, I just, yeah. I was independent. I was working for my own money. I had my own car. I was, you know, I was doing my own stuff. Yeah. Anyone that knows you could easily see that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I could, I could tell right away. I mean, you look like a young student. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You look like a, like a, you know, bakery chef or pastry chef. Yeah. You know no, I, mean? I look my age. Yeah. I yeah. don't act my age. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I also, um, like about you is that you rep Maryland hard as fuck. Oh yeah. Um, that's like, were you born there? I was. I was born in Washington County, Maryland. Okay. Um, so I grew up in that part of Maryland where it gets really, really tiny, and I can kind of spit into about three states. Nice. Um, I'm about three hours from the beach. Nice. So, you know, once I was 16, it was getting up in the middle of the night and driving to the beach oh, and yeah. hanging out all day and then oh, driving yeah. the whole way home at night. Oh, yeah. Um, we grew up doing, you know... I grew up in Maryland. I grew up in crab fests every Sunday with cases of beer mm-hmm. that we'd pick up at 10 a.m. You know, a bushel of crabs and a couple cases of beer, and we'd sit and pick until it was dark outside. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was just, I, that's home. Yeah. Um, the funny thing when I think about Maryland is I've met a couple people from there, and they're usually from uh, uh, Baltimore, and they mm-hmm. usually don't have good stories to tell. But one of the things that I, I think about from recently listening to people from Maryland, you guys have a funny accent. It's not, it's not distinct, and it's no, you can't even pick I've, it out. I've heard that a lot, actually. Especially people from, like, the Baltimore area. Yeah. They say things like, like, I don't say. Yeah. I say water. Yeah. The They'll way that water. you should, but they say yeah. water. Yeah. Or, or a sink. Or, or uh, they say all kinds. Of, there's there's certain funny things just, that they it's say. It's just little quirks here and there yeah. that you're like, oh, you're from Maryland. Yeah, and yeah. Only, you'll only pick it up if you can recognize. Like I don't. I, yeah. I come from Jersey, so there's a lot of people kind of migrating back and forth, and mm-hmm. you know, there's there's a lot of people with that hard New York Bronx accent that you mm-hmm. could tell from a Queens accent. I can't pick that out, and I can tell if you have a New York accent, mm-hmm. you know. But I think the um, the Maryland accent is one of those sneaky ones because. You can kind of get away with it anywhere in the United States, and you're not going to necessarily be picked up on anyone's, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, yeah. uh, accent meter or whatever, yeah, yeah. Um, unless they're from Maryland, too, and they yeah. kind of hear it. Yeah. Um, I, think that's a, I think that's a unique um, thing. So the, the really cool thing is, like, depending on where you're from in Maryland, you're going to have a completely different dialect. Mm. Like... People from Baltimore talk different from everybody else in Maryland. Yeah. Um, people the way people out where I live, you know, closer to the middle, yeah. um, closer in with the mountains and stuff like that, a lot of them will have like a thick southern draw, but grew up, you know, their whole life in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, you know, I live out in, in fields with cows. Yeah. You know, there's no cows here. Yeah, yeah. It drives me nuts. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, I mean, my, my school backed up to a... You drive far enough, there's plenty of cows out here. <laughs> I, my school backed up to a, a dairy farm. Okay. Like, we would play with the electric fence at recess. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah. like this is... Yeah, you grew up in a, in a rural... Yeah, rural I mean, I, I grew up... I could see the Appalachian Mountains out my bedroom window. That's awesome. You know, so... Did you ever hike them? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah? I haven't done the whole thing. Okay. Um, but that's what... We do it all the time. Well, that's like 2,400 miles or yeah, something like lot. that. Yeah, it's a lot. The whole thing. My uncle recently did 2,000 miles oh, on wow. the Appalachian Trail. Yeah, he started in April, ended in August, September, something yeah. like that. It's fucking awesome. See, um, that's another thing. A lot of people will say Appalachian. Appalachian. Appalachian, yeah. But we say Appalachian. Appalachians, yeah. yeah it's but like, my aunt says Appalachian, but she didn't grow up in Maryland. Yeah. So I don't know if that's like a different people thing. Or yeah. That's yeah. an us thing. Well, yeah, we'll leave that for the audience to figure <laughs> out. Um, what, I guess, do you, I know we're jumping around a lot, do you wish you had brothers? <laughs> I know yeah. you grew up with a lot of girls. I like, mean, every once in a while I will wish that I had a brother. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll be like, kind of wish you know but I think that would have been weird yeah like with all the girls you know I mean if it if I lived it it probably would be normal yeah, yeah, yeah. but like looking at it like I like growing up with all girls you yeah. know I had a single mom growing up so yeah. it was like the only guy I've ever really known is like my dad and my grandfather yeah so you guys kind of had like a little sisterhood growing up yeah you know? yeah and I know that like like a brother I wouldn't be able to go to with like everything yeah but i know i can call up any one of my sisters except for the crackhead at any given moment and talk to them about anything yeah and they'll be there yeah with some sort of sound advice and or... they'll you know if if one of them didn't live it another one did you know we've yeah. all had very similar experiences growing up so yeah. i can go to them and just be like the hell did you do when this happened yeah um do you have any i don't want to say regret but do you have any like do you wish um your childhood would have been different because i know you did a lot to to raise elizabeth i know you were older enough to help out your mom and stuff yeah but do you feel like you got cheated out of a childhood a little bit um sometimes i do like i look at my little sister who grew up around a lot of kids mm -hmm. um who spent a lot of time being a little kid yeah and i'm like you know like she gets away with everything yeah because she's a kid. Well, do you think your mom's worn out, too? I don't know if she's worn out, per se, but her parenting is different yeah. because of my dad. Okay. Like, he wasn't there when I was growing up. Mm hmm And so, like, her and him got married when I was six. Mm hmm Um, and so she parented me her way, mm -hmm. you know, up until then, and then when he came into the picture, he let her parent me way yeah when they had elizabeth together they parented elizabeth together, together and that was different, and yeah. he doesn't really believe in parenting you know my mother maybe hold a quarter to the wall with my nose when i was in timeout oh man so that way if i moved she would hear the quarter drop yeah 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 yeah, yeah you know and that was just you know that was how she parented and yeah because of that's the way she parented i'm a lot more disciplined than some of my sisters yeah you know, I'm, I'm a lot more disciplined. We would than have Emily. to. My my grandmother would make us stand with our arms extended and have two coffee cups on the ends of our <laughs> fingers, and we'd have to stand there for as long as we can. And if we dropped the coffee cup, or God forbid, we let it break, that was our ass. Um, but there was all sorts of stupid punishments like that. So I, I. Well, my oldest sister, her husband is military, and she punishes her children with wall sits and planking. There you go. It's one way to do it. You know, I mean, it's just... But discipline and and punishment is necessary. Yes, it's so important. And that's the thing. Like, Elizabeth doesn't get discipline or yeah. punishment or any of the such. Because my spoiled. dad just doesn't do that. Yeah. She gets whatever she wants. Yeah. 
Um, and well, so she's that's the what baby I'm looking at. too. She's the baby too, but Emily was raised the same way. Yeah. You know, oh, if so mom you're... doesn't give it to me, I go running to dad. Yeah. And he gives it to me. So yeah. I'm kind of like the one in between the two that was, in my opinion, raised properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I'm going to, you know, at the end, the long run, I'm going to come out differently than the but rest you, of them. you spend a lot of time with your little sister. And I know when she came to visit the other day, you were ecstatic. Oh, yeah. I you love were, Elizabeth. You were super excited that she was coming to hang out with you. So I think that, um, I know you have those fears and they're, they're probably somewhat legitimate, but I think... I think you're forgetting about the factor that you played yeah. in bringing And her I'm up. not looking at, yeah. you know, like, she's going to look at, rather than, you know, me looking at a hellion, she's going to be looking at a hellion and me. Yeah. So she's going to have, you know, and I'm, I'm very much like my mother. My yeah. mother and I are, are basically the same person. Yeah. Um, Your mom's hot, by the way. I know. <laughs> I had to put it out there. Sorry. <laughs> we, are, we are, like, the same person. I mean, if you talk to us on the phone we have the exact same phone voice yeah you know we we treat customers the same way we we are just very very similar so i think of elizabeth where she's at she's gonna have two moms Mm -hmm. and a dad who doesn't believe in discipline Mm. and so she's gonna come out better off than emily yeah yeah yeah. you know for sure Yeah, yeah yeah well i think also with seeing the kind of roads and the choices that Emily's made in the past, it'll also help you to kind of see um, if Elizabeth is starting down there and you guys can yeah, definitely give her guidance the along yeah. the way. Yeah. Because she's only, what, 12, 13, something like that? 11. 11, yeah. yeah. So you got, and this is now kind of where you go from being a kid to kind of growing up and kind yeah. of developing into that person that you're going to uh, be a lot more like. I yeah. know when I was 11 through 12 and 13, I started to be pain in the ass and that was a cycle that I continued to um exhibit a little bit on into my my 20s you know it wasn't Mm -hmm. until I was like 30 until I started I guess maturing and starting to take a step back like even after I had kids I mean I guess having my daughter really changed me like being a guy and always pursuing women in a not so um friendly manner mm-hmm. uh, more as a, a predatory thing yeah. um having a daughter really changed my perspective oh yeah things. um and then you know sisters didn't really do it they kind of accelerated that whole process oh, yeah. with the with the crazy ones you know making me make out with her friends and stuff but i loved it you know yeah i've told this story to other people and they're like oh you were abused as a child that's sexual abuse i'm like no like I got to second base with my next door neighbor and she was she was a hot Mexican chick that was like yeah. 16 and I was 8, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I was I was grabbing boobs and like, you know, touching tongues with another tongue, you know what I mean, of a girl. Like I was loving it, you yeah. know? Like every now and then your dog will lick you in your mouth and you'll be like, "Oh, that's gross." But besides that, you don't get no excitement at 8 years old, 9 years no. old, you know? But um I don't know. Sisters are cool. Family is cool. I think the influence that we have on each other is so important. And I think that uh, um, someone like you who is so far beyond their years, um, I think you have so much good to give to everyone that crosses paths with you. I think that you're kind of like, you know, those, those wild cats or those bears that kind of like rub up against trees and leave their scent 
for everyone to kind of enjoy. Like you kind of bring your experience along and you, you leave it there. Whether you take advantage of it or not is up to you, but you kind of come along with your experience and your, your, your not know-it-all, but your know-how. And you're like, hey, this is me. This is what I can bring to the team. And um, I've, I really appreciate that about you. And I would encourage you to, to not change and to be this uh, person that's always willing to share your experiences because I think that you never know when someone's going to absorb that and maybe learn a lesson. That's a, yeah, there's always something to learn from it. And if there's not something to learn from it, there's a lot of humor to it. Yeah, you're super funny. Like, super entertaining. I'm, I'm never, it's never a dull moment with you at work. Um, if I'm like listening to a podcast or something, I'm usually pretty um, uh, enthralled with what I'm doing. But every now and then I'll just eavesdrop on a conversation that you're having with someone else. And it makes me, like, upset that I'm not over there listening to it. Because I'm like, what is she talking about? She's talking some crazy shit. Did she just say they all went to jail? And they were sticking out the back of the police car talking shit the whole time? What did they say? Like, crazy freaking stories, man. Um, we're going to have to do this again. I don't want to keep you too long. I know you got some dinner to make. Um, but thank you so much. Um, for sitting down and taking some time to have this conversation and to to sprinkle your little salt bay, salt bay, my experiences. Go ahead and flavor the world, you know, <laughs> via the SOJ conversation, and let us get a little taste of of the whole Maryland um, experience. But thank you so much, and let's do this again. Yeah, absolutely. Thank awesome, you. awesome. SOJ conversation complete. <laughs>